today on the program. Peter, take the suitcase up to the attic, then we can all have ice cream. And bourbon. It's Jumanji. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the wheezing rhino to my stampede, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> wheezing rhino. That is... I love rhinoceroses. And... It just seems like that would be your role in yeah. a stampede of sorts. You know what yeah, I mean? No, no I just... mean, I get the back like, hey, wait, wait up. Hey, guys, wait up. Yeah. Yeah, no. That is your favorite land mammal. I like mammal. it. <laughs> it is. It's uh, the, the greater one-horned rhinoceros is the second biggest land mammal. Next to your mom. Right behind your mom. There it is. There it is. <laughs> also with us, orchestrating this shit show, Elise. Hey, guys. How are you today? We're doing well. We're doing well. Lovely day here. Uh, you know, a nice, cool, regular 100 plus degrees. It's great. Oh, yeah. Here. Here, too. It's, it's swampy. And then up north where it's, where it's cooler, as you, you could hear his introductory noise, the opening beer can. Manny. Ah, it's a telltale sign. <laughs> uh, it is also hot as balls out here. Yeah, not too we far from you. It. Just a couple hours down the road was the hottest recorded place in the continental U.S., I believe, yesterday. Yep, back in Manhattan. Good old Manhattan. Uh, oh, yeah. 115. Oh, Manhattan, Kansas was the highest in the nation. Oh, holy mother. Yeah. Sucks to be them. So Canada's on fire. California's going to get wiped off the map by a hurricane, and it's 115 degrees in Manhattan, Kansas. No, the Earth's fine. Also, Hawaii's been on fire, too. Hawaii's also on fire. One of the islands is completely burned to the ground. I mean, it is made out of volcanoes, so... That's kind of always going to happen. That's always on the the possibility card deck. Yeah, I mean... That's a man-made fire. They wanted to kick all the residents out because... uh, They're tired of those fucking mainlanders. Yeah. I can't remember. I want to buy all that property up. Anyway, welcome to the end of days, everybody. Let's talk about Jumanji. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of end of days, today (laughs) we are talking about Jumanji from 1995, directed by Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston did the first Captain America. My man Jojo. A lot of the the show, Young Indiana Jones. He did The Rocketeer. (laughs) Remember The Rocketeer? Yes, I remember. A great movie. And also, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, another great movie. Brought in friggin' The Champion. The Rick Moranis. Moranis. Rick Moranis. Moranis for this guy. (laughs) For Rick, for sure. Moranis, yes. I do love Rick Moranis. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So this, I mean... Dude's got a pretty good resume, I'd say. Not not doing too shabby. Old Joe Johnston. Uh, I mean, this, I I could even try to estimate how many times I watched this movie as a kid. Like, this is is a kid staple, right? Everybody? Uh, yeah, I was uh, 100%. Like I was in high school when it came out, so maybe so I was 95. I was 13, but still watched the shit out of it. I remember watching it a lot. Yeah. And uh, that mm. TriStar logo, that Pegasus came up, and I was like, oh my God. Ah. Fucking nostalgia. Yes. Just cupping my balls. Maybe that our, our production company <laughs> should just be way later. A tripod Studios would be a little bit of a different kind of horn. 
<laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, at least where you the want budget to for this throw this numbers movie was, out. Uh, 60. Yeah, uh, the budget for this movie is $65 million. Opening weekend, they made $11 million. Gross, uh, worldwide gross is $262.8 million for this gem. Yeah. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they kind of knew that it was going to be a thing. I mean, I think during this time, I mean, too, like... You got Robin Williams yeah. in his prime, too. You throw Robin right. Williams in anything during this time, and it's going to be pretty much going to be... It's going to be a hit, yeah. yeah. So... It's also around this time. What was that movie where they, the weird Robin Williams movie where he was the photo guy or whatever? Oh, one hour photo? Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. One hour photo. Was yeah. that this time frame? No, oh. no, that was much later. Wasn't really? Because he did that 95? and he did Insomnia. 2002. I guess it's seven years later. And then, because he had like yeah. a series of movies where it was like. 2002. Are, are we not did it in talking or something? Are you guys not hearing us? Feels like you're repeating everything. Repeating we everything we say like five seconds after we say it. Yeah, this is a couple years after Mrs. Doubtfire, though, so he's still riding a pretty good high from that. This was after Doubtfire. This is way better than Doubtfire. Doubtfire was '93. Two years after this, we had Goodwill Hunting, another big hit. That was like his first foray into serious, right? Goodwill yeah, Hunting. Yeah, I think so. His kinda. first drama. Well, I don't know because what would what would Good Morning Vietnam be considered? Would that be a drama? Or that was a comedy. A I mean, maybe drama? a dramedy, but. Definitely a lot of comedy. He was, and I think there was one scene where he was cracking uh, Matt Damon up in Goodwill Hunting. But overall, yeah, like there wasn't any crazy. Robin Williams comedy in there. Who Good, the hell? Good Morning Vietnam. He was definitely like Robin Williams comedian throughout that whole fucking thing. Why was it dramedy? I think it felt like yeah. it should be like comma drama. Comma 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 the drama. <laughs> That's exactly why. That's not <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I always liked Birdcage, but I think it's because of. Um, Nathan you know, Lane? just one-liners. Yeah. I actually have never really seen Birdcage. I think I did. What was that movie really? where he like yeah. went, went to heaven and then had to like travel through uh, hell to try to get his dreams may come. Oh, yeah. That was a weird movie. Yeah, What Dreams May Come. Uh, That's a cool Richard, movie. Richard Matheson book. That's Richard Matheson is the author that Stephen King reads. He's the Stephen King to Stephen King. Hmm. And then hmm. you get a movie with Robin Williams in it. Pretty weird. He makes so weird what you're choices. saying is going to be too dense. I guess. For me. Too dense for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yes. <laughs> anyway, everybody right. knows Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he was on a tight leash this whole time. The director did not allow him to Robin Williams out. We didn't ever get any like, and then just random impressions and that disjointed <laughs> topic changing at a million miles an hour that Robin Williams always does. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I love Robin Williams, the actor, but I was never that big a fan of his stand-up. Like, it was just, I don't know, a bit too much for me, I think. Like, yeah, was, I remember watching one, and I was like, I feel like I was constantly waiting for him to finish a point. Yeah. Because he'd, like, go into a little impression, like, okay, he's using this to help finish his, nope, now we're off to something, and then we're off to something else. It's like, fucking finish something at some point, like... You just keep distracting yourself and going off on tangents, and the whole show is just tangents. And, you know, well, I, I mean, think he was kind of like a bit guy. Like, there's definitely bits that stand out in his comedy for me. Like, yes, when but, he was pretending to be the United States flag, or when he was talking about golf, or um, there's a few bits that, like, 
like that that stand out. No, but there maybe some it's that, just because YouTube. Like it wasn't like he was unfunny. Maybe I just like I, I I had trouble sitting through a whole thing. Like I I'd rather just hit the highlights of most of his comedy. Right? Yeah, but uh, but his acting. I love his acting. He was he was a great actor. I like. I think yeah. I prefer movies to his stand up for sure. But yeah. I mean, I don't have the fucking wit or energy to do half of what he does so i guess who am i to really critique a robin williams right. stand-up oh, no, special and it always fucks me up too because he was 44 in this movie and i'm 44 now so seeing him like he was old when i watched this movie so I'm like oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, shit yeah. am i old like yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes answer is yes Corey and Manny, we're old <laughs> but i didn't say that i'm not fucking jumping up <laughs> flat-footed under the hood of a cop car at this age either yeah, so no. good on him right right yeah. Fucking swinging yeah. around from vines and shit. I mean, I'm sure there was stunt guys. This, this was before the main actor wanted to do every single fucking thing. And stunt guys had a job. So maybe that was some, some of a stunt team. Could be, yeah. But hmm. uh, I just anyway. remember when he did pass away. It was one of the first times I was just genuinely, like, legitimately bummed out all day yep. when I heard about it. Yeah. Especially the why, you know. Right. Yeah. The how, I guess. But, uh I mean, that's why he was always such a, I guess, such a character. Like, he was very adamant about brightening other people's days because he knew how much it hurt to have bad days or to be depressed, you know? like. Yeah. Well, that and then later on finding out about his diagnosis with Parkinson's and everything else and all the other mental issues that he was dealing with that were absolutely yeah. not his fault. It's just awful. Yeah. Well, and even the pro- Parkinson's was a misdiagnosis. He was he was di- diagnosed with Parkinson's shortly before he committed suicide. But after he committed suicide, they did the autopsy on his brain and saw that it wasn't Parkinson's. It was Lewy body dementia. So that was a right, different thing that they probably also led to a suicide or because the, the well, not I only mean, battling depression, but also yeah, that because yeah. what was his quote is the people, yeah. uh, the saddest people are the ones that try the hardest to make other people smile because they know how I mean, paraphrasing, obviously, but, you know, uh, guy had some serious demons and that's why he tried so hard to make the world laugh. Right. And uh, I'm yeah, I'm guessing yeah. something. Where, hey, your body's going to pretty much revolt against you and you're going to have no control over anything anymore would be like, well, fuck this. That's that's too much. Oh, I mean, if I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd like to make people laugh. I'm not from, I don't think I come from a dark place doing that. But I mean, if the doctor's like, hey, you got like Lou Gehrig's disease or something like that, I'd be like, you know what, I'm off myself before this gets too ugly. Yeah, is that Kevorkian right? guy still, you got his number? Or, yeah. uh, uh, Oregon and Washington yeah. still, you have uh, euthanasia, legal euthanasia. But, well, yeah, yeah, they finally passed it. But you have to be there, res- full-time resident, for a certain amount of time. But anyway, that's Anyways, pretty, pretty depressing. Super dark. Yeah. But also, Hi. he named his daughter Zelda after my favorite video game, The Legend of Zelda, because oh he was God. also an avid uh, video game player. What a great adventurer Zelda. that Zelda is. <laughs> that's so good. Link is the adventurer. Thanks, Manny. That was the joke. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a son. He has a daughter named Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> Zelda is the princess. I just love how the the fucking internet is too stupid to know that. And I think they were like making a movie or something, and they had uh, a Zelda and the the princess there. And of course, oh my god, fucking woke culture's making Zelda woman's like Jesus, goddamn <laughs> Christ, you fucking morons! Play a game, stop do something, talking, just just quit. <laughs> anyway, or just stop talking. Or we'll or yeah. Talking. Hell, tell you what, if you see something you don't like, why don't you shut the fuck up about it and go to a coffee shop or something to do something you do like? Yeah, the guys that are crying over Barbie <laughs> and the Little Mermaid are calling us a snowflake. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just go about your day. <gasps> Did you see that pastor take a bat? He like duct tape. Oh a yeah, Bible a Bible to a bat to and a beat bat up Barbie. 
It just went on, yeah, on her dream house. Yeah, at a Sunday sermon. It was fucking ridiculous. That's fucked. Yeah. All because of, <laughs> you know, propping up a woman? This is yeah. awful. That dude, that no, because the right wing is yeah. saying that well, they, the movie is telling kids that they need to be gay, which is absolutely not anything that the movie or any movie ever says. But, um, you know, they're stupid. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, anything that portrays gay people as anything short of an abomination against God is encouraging people to right. be who they are. Saying, you can't hey, do that in the Christian church. Pe- people exist, and let's make it normal for people to just to exist and be who they want to be, and that just as a normal thing means you're going to have to be gay or else you're going to hell. Like, whatever the fuck they think it is. Like, nobody's grooming. Nobody's saying you need to be anything. We're just saying people fucking exist and deal with it. I don't want to suck dick behind the bus station, but Barbie movie made me. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> you know what? Let, Mar- let Margot Robbie know that. I bet she'd be like, good. <laughs> then it worked. <laughs> you piece of shit. Way to experience life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to taste life by the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So anyway, Jumanji. So anyway, Jumanji. Speaking of dicks, we open up in 1869. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite day, year of the 1800s. There are two kids in the woods. Uh Uh-oh. Giggity. (laughs) And they're going to bury a suitcase, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I was like, like, come on, we're almost rid of it. And, you know, the, the thro- they just chucking this into the hole and uh, <laughs> just, just start shoveling. And the one kid, like, tries to back out and he gets all scared. And the older one's like, no, 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 we got to we got to finish this. <laughs> what if somebody finds it? May God have mercy on it. I didn't realize how much homoerotic overtones there were in this <laughs> Until we started. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I was fully torqued. <laughs> uh, no, they're burying a case of some sort. We don't see what it is, but... They really want to bury this thing, and the you know the younger one's scared, and the older brother, I assume they're brothers, maybe they're just pals, whatever. It's like, no, we got to fucking get rid of this, and if somebody finds it, psh, may God have mercy on us. It's the 1800s, so we don't have any better way of doing anything. But it's not our know, problem. God will take care of it. Big dramatic lightning strike here, and we see a little post, like a concrete post, that says one mile to Brantford. So we're just a mile outside of Brantford. Cut to... 1969. Nice. Back in Brantford. So exactly 100 years later, Manny. We may have lost a Manny for a little bit. We may have lost Manny for a bit. All right. He'll catch that on the re-listen. Modern Life is just zipping right along. It's very much a... well, modern, I guess, by by 1960 standards, you know, uh, it seems like a scene out of what almost almost like when uh, Michael J. Fox goes back to the 50s for the first time, you know, very picturesque small town Americana life, and um, so we got a kid, Alan. Alan is played by Adam Hand Beard. He's uh, 14 acting credits for this kid, and the only thing I know besides this is he was in Halloween H2, H2O. So he's just cruising along, biking through town, and uh, suddenly there's these bullies, a whole gang of bullies, or a a beating of bullies, as you would call them. And uh, they start... <laughs> a, a gaggle of bullies? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like a beating And this of is where it becomes obvious that this is not a Stephen King story, because these bullies are not dressed up like 1950s Exactly. <laughs> if this was a Stephen King yes. story, the lead bully would look like James Dean. Yes. 
Ben Sunny just looks or like any kid other kid. Hocus Pocus that says ice. Because it's the 90s. Right, right, right. This is the 69, so we don't know anything about ice yet. We don't, yeah, we don't have any ice yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Ice wasn't invented until 70s. I'm time jumping here. (laughs) So, uh, you know, he's trying to outride the the bullies. He gets to his dad's factory, the Parrish Shoe Company, and the bullies are like, You can't hide behind your dad forever, little pussy. And uh, (laughs) it seemed like they're taking (laughs) off. That's what that's what kids say. And so, as little Alan goes into this factory, we meet Carl Bentley, played by David Alan Greer. What a badass last name, Bentley. Bentley. I mean, I, I know that's where the car name came from, so somebody had to be named Bentley. But still, like, goddamn, that's just awesome. Fucking Bentley. I knew a kid, his first name was Bentley in high school. I don't oh, punch no. the shit out of that kid. No, not a good first name. No. What was that? Wasn't that Chester Bentley guy, the guy that killed himself from the Lincoln Park or whatever that band was? Is he that was his name? Bentley. It was not going to live here no more. Or not going to work here no more. I guess live. Bennington. Right, Bennington, that's it. <laughs> Sorry. No, he definitely, definitely ain't yeah, going to work anywhere anymore. <laughs> um, he checked out. So Bentley, played by David Allen Greer, he was like, I've just designed this shoe. Check this shoe out. I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, it's, it's a sports shoe, man. I need to get Wilt Stilt Chamberlain to wear it, and they'll be selling like hotcakes. This is exactly the plot to the movie Air. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I haven't either, uh, but, it, you know. Same. Same. It's Save yourself. Probably, yeah, probably it's the story of the Air Jordan shoe. So yeah. It's a story within the story. Yeah. Um, you know, it led the, led the charge on the let's make movies about items so now we need to know how fiery hot cheetos were made and iphones were made and the razor was or the blackberry and fucking whatever else I mean, all these movies about the movie about stuff. nike is necessarily just about the shoe was it a little bit also about michael jordan himself uh, i think no? he's barely in it and i don't know if There's he even a has a line of nike. dialogue hmm, okay as far as fair I know. enough so did, but yeah uh, I could be wrong. I didn't see it. But, I, yeah, it's mostly about the Air Jordans. Um, so, cool. anyways, his dad is Sam Parrish, played by Jonathan Hyde from The Mummy, Anaconda, and Titanic. So, this guy, this guy's not doing too shabby for himself, old Jonathan. <laughs> what a movie that would be. The Mummy, Anaconda, on Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> If the fucking ship sinking wasn't That's enough. No, the true shit. story of the sinking of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> mummy uh, and an anaconda going on. Jesus, this. You know what? The mummy anaconda. Oh, the mummy. Like, oh, a mummy anaconda, yes. like a, a giant snake wrapped in toilet right, paper. Yeah, yeah. You keep seeing anaconda, and all I hear is the song in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just see J Lo. My anaconda. Mm. Sorry. And that god awful uh, movie. Okay. That movie anaconda. Well, yeah. I mean. I know the movie Anaconda. I just think about the, the song. Right, right. So he's, butts don't, you know, lie. Butts don't lie. I don't. Have you heard the song? Because I don't think that's in there. My butt only barks the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so my hips don't lie. There it is. So he's asking, is that bully bugging you again? If you're scared of something, you're gonna have to stand and face it. You know, handle your problems like a man. And uh, while he's scolding his son about being scared of a bully, we see, like, the the beating of bullies outside destroying his bike and fucking it up. Um, and he happens to set down Carl's new sports shoe on this conveyor belt that goes into random slicer machine. Why a shoe company needs, like, a 
a slicing conveyor belt? I'm guessing belt? that it's taking the rawhide and making it into leather laces. The way that it was slicing it up so thin would be my guess, if I had to guess what it was. I have no idea what it is. Just a slicer. Yeah, but that's, what it, that's what it looked like to me. But well. it, gets, it gets stuck in there, and the whole machine fries. And, you know, he pulls out this tattered up she's like what the hell is this and carl fesses up to it even though he knows he didn't set it there it is his shoe you know so alan goes back outside gets on his bike of course immediately the bullies are there the lead bullies uh, i didn't even write down his name because he didn't ever even act in anything else and it doesn't fucking matter but he's pissed off that alan is pals with his girlfriend he's like we're just friends not anymore you're not i don't know why he's clint eastwood now and uh <laughs> They just beat the fucking shit out of him and then steal his bike. Yeah. It's a real bad day. It's like, I got his bike. Let's go. It's like, not only did I get my ass kicked, but now my only means of conveyance is gone. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. This really paid out for me. Yeah. Is this this what you wanted, Dad? Piece of shit. Uh, And then, of course, we see that one mile to Brantford sign. So we know, like, oh, this is right where those guys buried that shit 100 years ago. And there happens to be excavation going on. They're digging yeah. there. I like how his dad's like, hey, a friggin' shoe, a shoe factory isn't a safe place for you to play. Go play in that active construction site across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Look play with those bullies. Wires. Yeah. Go get your ass kicked and then play in a construction site. <laughs> get out of the shoe. It's too factory. dangerous here where we're sewing together shoes. I mean, as long as you stay off the, the ripper conveyor belt, I think you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Right. Just keep your fingers out of the ripper and you'll be all right. Time for the shoes to go into the Kruger. <laughs> Freddie is machine. actually operating that. Yeah. It's a living bitch. <laughs> um, so this fucking shit heel kid, this shitty ass little kid dressed up like he's a 45 year old man. This fucking kid. Why is it in the 90s? Every nerdy kid had to have like buttoned up short sleeves tacked, tucked into ca- or like khaki or corduroy pants. Like, it's still he's a, personally he's, attacked. He's, Are you still okay? A, still a kid. It's the late sixties. If you weren't a hippie, that's how you dressed. It was just the rules. You had a choice: paisley or plaid. That's Those it. Your options. That's it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the bullies just had normal kid clothes on. Fucking hippies. so he just yeah wanders through this fucking construction site in these stupid fucking kid clothes following the sound of drumming stupid fucking kid clothes yeah and (laughs) i don't know if i just got my ass kicked and there's construction going on and i kind of faintly hear drumming i'd be like well that's either the noise of the construction site or maybe i've got a concussion from the many kicks to the fucking face (laughs) But I wouldn't walk through the construction site and start digging my hands into a mud bank. Yeah, I probably yeah. Would. I mean, I'm there for it. You're just—I mean, they, shit comes in threes. I mean, why are you tempting it? You know, you've got one left. And oh, we probably all ought to discuss how this this excavation is not properly shored. Like oh, they should have had all kinds of shoring <laughs> along there. Again, it's the '60s. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's pretty, OSHA, it's OSHA didn't exist yet. Yeah, <laughs> there is one thing that Nixon did right: sign OSHA into law. Good, good on him. You so know, the shoring, the shoring is what took you out of this movie? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm out. This is stupid. <laughs> there, is, there is just no regard for human safety. You want to get killed in the trench collapse? Because this is how you get killed in the trench collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially if you got some fucking shitty kid in khaki pants digging, this, <laughs> digging up yeah. your sidewalls. Look at this. What if some kid dressed up like fucking... Like he's Woody <laughs> Allen. Yeah. 
comes wandering. Starts digging his bare hands into this mud. What do you think is going to happen? Probably a trench collapse. collapse. And or a magical game will emerge. Either way, (laughs) we need to protect against this. Look, either way, it's fucked. Yeah. Look, if we had if we had some proper shoring going on, he couldn't have dug into the mud wall, and he couldn't have got the game out, and then we would never had monkeys yeah. running the town. But then he got distracted by a black person drinking out of the wrong water cooler, and then he forgot what oh, he was talking right, about. Yeah. They never yeah. shorted up. That'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> That's not your water fountain. <laughs> this is the late sixties. Civil yeah. rights act is passed at this point, so. Yeah, but small, still probably small towns hadn't trickled into the small Brantville, towns. Right? Was this Missouri? Probably. Uh, no, this is New England. This no. is uh, New Hampshire, maybe? I think it was filmed in New Hampshire anyway, but I don't know if they specifically say where Brantford is. I don't is. think it was New Hampshire until the late 80s. I thought at that time it was still Old Hampshire. They mentioned the oh town. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, loved that for you, Anthony. <laughs> uh, yeah, Manny, they, did, they mentioned that we're in Brantford. Brantford is a fictional town, but it was filmed in some town in New Hampshire, and they have like a statue of Robin Williams, and they fixed up the Parachute Company building. It still says parachute company on the side they're like really really proud of the fact that jumanji was filmed in this town um i can't remember the name of the town but brantford itself is fictional but it was all filmed in one actual little new hampshire town yeah yeah new hampshire. and it's ba- the, the fictional town is brantford new hampshire so yeah yeah not missouri or old hampshire no, yeah not missouri so he gets home he goes he goes home to his dad's shoe mansion and <laughs> And opens up. He's just a shoe mansion. I mean, it's just a giant shoe. It would be. There was a rich family who lived in a shoe. They had so much money they didn't know what to do. They could give it away or feed the poor, but no, fuck you, give me some more. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Did you just come up with that? Yes, that was off the top of my head, y'all. He's so he's so he's so slick. He's so um, smart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, somebody, yeah. somebody, fucking crochet that and let me hang it on my wall. So, <laughs> <laughs> shoe mansion. He opens up the game and he just goes, neat. Not like, <laughs> oh wow, or what is this, or oh shit. He says, neat. Probably, probably, probably hurts to say a whole lot on account of him getting his mouth punched <laughs> in so many times. Uh, it is, but uh, when I was a kid, we were getting a new sidewalk poured outside of Concussion. my house, the, the big rock house on 8th Street, the, the infamous Ryder home in Beloit, Kansas. We were getting a new sidewalk poured, and I went out and carved my name and then neat in, in the <laughs> wet concrete. So I can't judge this kid too much for saying neat because that is immortalized I mean. in Beloit, Kansas right now. <laughs> So, neat. Yeah. That's how he likes his whiskey. You know, concussion. He could have had a concussion, in which case, that's all. Yeah. He had. So then, what the fuck was my excuse? <laughs> I've yet to find one. I'm an you. idiot. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I, I like Anthony's. That's just my future whiskey preferences. Yeah. Uh, so he starts <laughs> starts looking at the game pieces, and they're like little elephants and rhinos. You know, they're they're animals carved out of ebony and ivory. Uh, little known fact: Stevie Wonder tried to sue this movie. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't have ebony and ivory, no. motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so his mom calls his name and he drops the pieces. And when he drops them, we see them like zip over to the corner. Like they each pick a corner of the game board. Uh, for, you know, maybe the one listener who's never seen Jumanji, it's a big heavy-duty wooden board where the top opens, like it's split down the middle so you a hinge on each side. It yeah, like, opens like a medicine cabinet or something. Yeah. 
kind of folds out either way and then the game board's in the middle so you have like probably a two to three inch high wall all around your game board and so they zip and sit in each corner he doesn't see that of course but uh you know he closes the box really quick to go see what his mom needs but the the places or the pieces are in place now um his dad is practicing some stupid speech about i really care about this town and not just money and whatever the fuck the mom is played by Patricia Clarkson, back on the show from the Green Mile episode. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Patricia. Good to see you feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> having a, you're having a rough time in the Green Mile up until, you know, Let's... you got manhandled by Michael Clark Duncan. That'll fix a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> For sure. Um, wow. And the mom's like, well, I mean, if I was sick and rest of soul, Michael Clark Duncan came in and just felt me up for a little while. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe things ain't so bad. I think I'm feeling better now. I think my brain tumor went away, and you should go make that one guy kill that other guy. Yeah. Shit, Thanks, John that's Coffey. all I needed. I need, yeah. just needed him to feel me up, and I would have been fine. That's See, there bullshit. you go. He just needed to get a hold of Michael Clark Duncan. That was too late, because he did. He did. I know. They killed him at the end when of that movie. Pass? Yep. <laughs> in the 1800s, in an electric <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I think it was the early 1900s. I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was the 30s. I think it was like the, the 30s. 30s yeah. yep. uh, no, Michael Clark Duncan would have been the, like, 2009 or 10, probably, because I saw him when I lived in L.A., and I moved out there in 7. Uh, so it was after 2007, for sure. So anyway, Patricia Clarkson walks up to the dad. She's like, hey, you pile of shit. Go talk to your son. Because of you, his face is kicked in. Oh. Yeah. So he- 2012. There it is. So he goes over there. He's like, uh, "I'm sorry. I had no idea there was there was more than one bully. I never would I never would have given that shitty advice that I gave you had I known there were a beating of bullies out there waiting for you." A beating of bullies. <laughs> and a beating uh, of bullies. my my bad my bad yo for real no cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't know whether to smack you or be proud of you. <laughs> well, you know you're. A few hours away, so you can't smack me. So just be proud. Oh, um, he's like, but since no, I can drive. <laughs> but Worth since, it. since you got pounded like a man, I'm going to send you off to this boys' school. <laughs> since you love to get pounded by little boys, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to so send you, you off to an all boys' school. So you can continue getting pounded. Yeah, like a man. we're going to go to was a cliffside or something. And yeah, he's like, I, don't know. I don't want to yeah, go there. Well, that's school for boys. That's where I went, and I wouldn't be the man I am if it wasn't for that. It's like maybe I don't want to be rim liquor school for boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I majored salad. in I majored in salad tossing. Yep, I was to say salads every day. Minor Minored in rim jobs. Ah, I was gonna say rusty trombones, but <laughs> I mean, he runs a shoe factory. I'm assuming he's into feet. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's true. Yeah, she gave me an FJ. No foot job. So I hate it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, this is the family tradition. My dad went there. We've got a whole building named after us. He's like, oh, boy, I can't wait to go stay in a building named after my own family and get my ass beat even more. Awesome, Dad. And so, yeah, we get a whole, we get a real, I don't want your life from Varsity Blues type (laughs) of fucking argument here. Um, Nice pull. Thank you. Dad gets all pissed off and and storms off, you know, like, fuck this kid. I got to go get an award or whatever the stupid shit's happening tonight. And uh, as they're walking off, this this fucking shitty kid, this little shit heel kid in his goddamn khakis and his shit kid clothes, tries to <laughs> tries to tear this flyer in half. But he's such a bitch that he can't even tear a piece of paper in half. He like, does. He succeeds. 
Eventually. It took a little bit. I mean, there's multiple pages in that. It's probably leather bound. It's probably very tough to tear. It was probably cardstock. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, it's a tough cardstock. It's a very very high-end school. (laughs) Hey, maybe if you spent a little less time dressing like a bitch and did a push-up every once in a while, you could tear a piece of paper, you little fuck. (laughs) I'm just saying. Just do one push-up. One push-up. Just one. <laughs> so Alan packs a bag because he's all pissed off at his dad and the fact that he can't tear up paper, and he gets one change of clothes, and of course they're the same shitty Woody Allen special. He throws in a jar of milk, like a evaporated milk or something, some little thing of milk, an entire loaf of bread, a jar of peanut butter, and grabs like five dollars and one dollar bills and some change. I mean, that's it's the late 60s. That probably lasted him a few months. Yeah, it's true. Uh, just like a loaf of bread and some peanut butter and a jar of milk. I mean, the peanut All butter's right. smart because you don't got to refrigerate that. The milk, that ain't going to last long. It's that a depression special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that, that is little kid packing for <laughs> sure. Them canned goods. <laughs> if it was me, I'd have like seven pairs of underwear that I'm only going to wear two of. Just like every trip. It's like all of a sudden I think I'm going to do 18 costume changes and I still wear the same socks the whole time or whatever. Like, it's just, <laughs> Gross. Why did I pack yeah. so much? But yeah. you shit your pants eight times? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah you got to kind of plan for that. You don't know what's going to Luckily, it never happens. You know, yeah. when you get back home with extra clean underwear, you did okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Successful trip. All the sleeves of your shirt are still on your shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have bo- both of every pair of socks. You didn't yeah. have to sacrifice one. I, I got to say, it was oh. a good day. <laughs> uh your trips are awesome. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, he's getting ready to leave. And he's like, oh, can't leave without my brand new game that I just found today, but suddenly can't live without. And he goes back in to get the game. And this is when there's a knock at the door. Sarah shows up. Cher is played by Laura Bell Bundy. Whoa, Bundy. <laughs> She's uh, got some aggressive eyebrows. She is an awkward looking kid. She grew up. Luckily, she grew into her face, much like George Harrison. <laughs> but one day she, maybe I'll grow into mine. <laughs> I gave up on waiting on that to happen. Over Part here. of me will grow into yours. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about my penis. <laughs> Thank you. So, so she's there. She's like, I brought your bike back, and he's like, Well, I was just getting ready to head over Billy's and get it myself. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, right, and then she starts hearing the drums, and he's like, Oh, you can hear that too. And she's like, Yeah. Are you a Buddy Rich fan? He's like, oh, no, more of a Krupa guy. But, you know, like two people will get that. So, anyway, they get the game out. And all of a sudden he forgets all about how much he hates his dad and wants to run away in his jar of peanut butter. He's like, check this shit out. And he fucking pulls it open. And it's Jumanji, a game for those who seek to find a way to leave the world behind. You roll the dice to move your token. Double gets another turn. First player to reach the end wins. They kind of give up on the rhyme scheme pretty quickly on this. <laughs> like, uh, I we got one in there. That's fine. Just, let's just <laughs> yeah. If they had Nick on, this would have been solid. Yeah, yeah. You, you really could uh, fucking reached out to a guy. Give me some residuals here. But um, he notices he can't move the game pieces. He's like, what the fuck is this all about? That's kind of, that's weird. I was just picking him up earlier. And she doesn't really want to play. She's holding the dice like, nah, I don't want to play, and drops him down. But that counts as a roll. It lands on a six. And her piece starts moving on his own. And they're like, oh, Ouija. Poltergeist. Ouija. And uh, 
this all of a sudden there's this green like semicircle in the middle and the these words float up out of kind of like the magic eight ball but better and uh <laughs> at, at night they fly you better run these winged things are not much fun and then they start hearing sounds from the fireplace which makes alan who had grabbed the dice he drops them counts as a roll he gets a five his says in the jungle you must wait till the dice read five or eight and all of a sudden he turns into like hourglass sand and gets sucked into the little green hole <laughs> i hate when i get sucked into the green hole. ah man me too it's the worst but as he's getting sucked and god bless this i'm just assuming it's all the same massive fucking tool that puts the most pointless trivia tidbits on IMDb. It's just one guy that's just making everything stupid. I tried to do that, but they did, they rejected <laughs> they didn't, my they didn't, they, they didn't yeah. accept my one. But there's there's a trivia tidbit on this game or on this movie that's uh as he's getting sucked into the board game, you can hear him say, "Roll the dice." If Sarah would have rolled a five or an eight, he would not have been stuck in the jungle for twenty six years. No shit. There also wouldn't be a movie asshole. That's, that's exactly what the like. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, works. you fucking idiot. All right, young Sarah Whittle definitely got a nose job. You said she drew, grew into her face, but looking at this, I think it was more than just growing yeah. into her oh, face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah her nose so, looks a little Someone grew her face for her? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's she's an attractive woman now. and, and eh. But yeah, that kind of awkward yeah, looking. Yeah, I'm with the lease on that one. The, the beak is throwing me off. Sorry. The beak? <laughs> She's got a bit of a beak. Better than it was. Um, all right, so now you know he's a, he's in the game, and the bats come flying out of the fireplace, and Sarah's like, "Fuck all of this! I just came to bring a bike back. Like now, kids are disappearing. I'm being attacked by giant jungle bats. This is some bullshit." And so she runs out, and the door closes. The camera zooms in on the on the door knob, which is a really cool way of us transferring to 26 years later to the modern day. And, you know, lady comes in with a realtor looking at shoe mansion. And she's like, man, I've always wanted a shoe mansion. This is great. And uh, this is Nora Shepard. She's there with her late brother's kids. You know, the realtor's like, "Are these? is this your boy and girl? No, it's my brother's kids. Him and his wife died in a skiing accident in Canada. And uh, just died last year. So I've taken in my the kids. And the kids are Judy, which is Kirsten Dunst. And Peter, which is Bradley Pierce. And, welcome uh, back, Kirsten. Welcome, welcome back, Kirsten. Much less uh, creepy role than last time you were on the show. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it ends. It ends a lot better for her. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Um, and so the the realtor's trying to talk to Peter, but he doesn't say anything. Like he he doesn't speak since his since the parents died. And Judy starts making up this lie about how they were like federal agents or whatever i remember she's making up all this or really extravagant bullshit about how her parents got murdered she made like two stories up the whole yeah well because that's her thing she just lies all the fucking time just because and uh the realtor's like oh my god that's crazy and then nora comes back no it was a skiing accident in canada or a car accident on their way to ski in canada or something about that and um so they end up getting the house right uh, Peter has to take opening line, take this box up to the attic, and we can have ice cream and bourbon because Nora is just tired of these fucking shitty kids. And when he's up in the attic, he gets scared by this giant bat, so they call this guy in. This guy is also, he was also in arachnophobia, playing another exterminator. That's just a saying, a small part exterminator guy in 90s movies. And his name is James Handy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Handy. Oh, old Jimmy the old, Handy. The old Jimmy Handy. 
handing out those HJs. So <laughs> he, well, he's up there. He's like, I don't see any guano. And, uh, <laughs> all right, Ace, calm yeah, down there. Yeah, because of Ace Ventura 2, everybody all of a sudden knows guano. Congratulations. Um, and Judy's like, well, he said it was this one here and has this book out. And the guy's like, oh, it's an African bat. You know, a long time ago, this kid says she saw something like that back in, back in the 60s, you know, but we don't get them here in New England. There ain't no African bats. I'd be more worried about living in a house where someone was murdered. <laughs> what? Yeah, the dad just chopped up a kid and hit him in the walls. I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> Dude. Anyway. Uh, happy housewarming. <laughs> yep. Anyway, <laughs> nothing here. Late. And um, so now we're having a quick dinner. After the first day of school, and there was a scene at the school where Judy was telling more lies, and some guy was making fun of her, and Peter tried to beat him up, and that's why. But all we get is a line where Nora's like, I can't believe I have to talk to your principal already after the first day of school. This is bullshit. And um, She's just not happy with these kids. No, not happy with these kids at all. She or, signed up to be the godmother thinking that would never happen. Well, yeah, everybody's always like, you want to be a godmother? He's like, sure, what a great honor. Thank you so much. And then, you know, they both die skiing, and you're like, oh, fuck. What the fuck? Oh, fuck me. And uh, so, you know, Judy's like, you know, we were just saying that the kid named Alan was cut into pieces and hidden in the walls of the house. She's like, I'm so tired of your lies. You're grounded. And Kirsten Dunn's like, fine, great. There isn't anything to do in the stupid town anyway. And as she's walking upstairs, she goes, but that one wasn't a lie, bitch. <laughs> and uh, so then that night, Judy's laying in bed, and she hears the drums, and she goes into Peter's room and asks, like, are you hearing him? He says, no. So apparently he'll talk to her, or he'll only talk when it's just the two of them, but he won't say any words when there's anybody else around. So he'll talk to his sister, and he's like, if you keep up that line, they're going to fucking put you in a loony bin. She's like, what do you think's going to happen if you don't ever talk, dick? <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, that's probably a fair point. <laughs> um. Now the next day, Laura's getting ready to Nora. Did I say Nora? Get ready to leave, and you know, do you, do you need me to get you a ride? No, the bus will be here soon. Okay, well, I can give you a ride if you want. No, just okay. So, I don't know if she's like going off to a job interview, or she's in a real rush to get out of the yeah, house I don't for know, whatever reason. But get away from them kids, or just get the fuck away from them kids. And so, as soon as she leaves, the kids run up the stairs, follow the drum sound, of course, stack of board games. They find Jumanji. The game pieces are still set up from the first game. So they can only use the other two, but they set the other two out. And uh, Judy rolls what does a. She, say? Huh? she says, "Must be microchips." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah microchips. So it's also this the the Aunt Nora or whoever it is will forever be Lilith to me. Like I, that's oh, from, from Frasier. Cheers and yeah, Frasier's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. She was uh, Niles's wife, Lilith, who you only saw like maybe once or twice in the whole. 20 plus years those two shows ran. Uh, probably. Was he, was it? I thought it was Frazier's wife, ex wife. Frazier. Who's Niles' wife? I thought Niles was Niles married to Lilith. And then you never really British saw her. You only saw her like every once in a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought I'd have to look it up. But I thought that she Lilith was, Lilith. was Frazier's wife. Maybe. Yeah, I don't Niles, remember. Niles' wife was a British lady. No, that was the housekeeper that he wanted to be with, but he was married and couldn't be oh. with her. Daphne. Anyway, none of them is here. So they find Jumanji. Judy's like, well, we'll have to use these other pieces. And, you know, rolls. And she gets a six. So her piece moves. And this is the microchips. Because it's the 90s. You know, just throw out a random computer term. It'll be fine. Nobody's going to look into it. Nobody understands it anyway. And uh, what a tiny bite can make you itch. 
make you sneeze, make you twitch. And these giant-ass mosquitoes fucking come out of nowhere. She fights them off with a tennis racket. For mosquitoes, mosquitoes are a hell of a lot more persistent than this, especially if they're the size of your fucking head, I would imagine. But she swings a few times, kind of makes contact with one. It doesn't, like, kill it. It just bats it away. And then they just, like, fly out a window, and they're like, all right, never mind. I guess she's too tough for us. I did get a clarification. It okay. was Fraser's wife. They married uh, They married in the fourth season of Cheers. She was on 80 episodes of Cheers. They had a child. Sometime between the end of Cheers and the beginning of Frasier, they divorced, but she was still on 12 episodes of Frasier. Uh, so who the fuck was Niles' wife then? I don't know. I guess I'll look that up. <laughs> Cause he, I just remember it was like the running gag was he just talked about it and she was always at home like she was bedridden or something. I don't remember. Anyway, so Peter, you know, they get rid of the mosquitoes and like, well, that was kind of weird. Man, there's some weird stuff in this house. Peter rolls snake eyes. This will not be an in- easy mission. Monkey slow the expedition. Then they hear some crazy noises in the house and they go downstairs and look and there's just monkeys tearing the whole place apart. Just monkeys doing monkey just, shit. Just doing monkey around. shit. Throwing stuff around doing the kitchen. Getting too much monkey business. The business of monkeys, yes. Too much mon- I have, uh, I think the, the equation works out that five monkeys equals about one toddler. For the amount of mess that they're causing. Oof, I don't know, man. I feel like if you had a, just one monkey in your house, you'd be surprised how much more of a mess it would make than the toddler. How many times has the toddler thrown poop at you? <laughs> Today? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I can't even clean up fast enough. It's like I work my way across the room picking up stuff, and as soon as I turn around, it's a war zone again. It's like, wait, how do you... You don't even have dexterity yet. How in the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> I had an apprentice. He came in, and he's like, had his face was all like messed up, like cut. And I was like, what the hell happened to your face? He's like, oh, my monkey tried to tear my nose off. I'm like, we're going to get back to this. <laughs> he had a pet monkey, apparently. Huh? Tried to bite his nose. Oh. That's why you can't look at it in the face. Oh. Never look a monkey in the eyes. Yeah. No. Don't try to interrupt a monkey when it's masturbating. Definitely. Rule one. <laughs> <laughs> you just let that happen. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, monkeys all over. And so Judy finally, maybe it's the game that's doing all of this. Oh, well, then maybe we should just stop playing. And then she sees the part on the other, like, in, inside of the other door that you open. Says, adventurers beware, do not begin unless you intend to finish. Exciting consequences of the game will vanish only when a player has reached Jumanji and calls its name. So they can't get rid of any of this shit unless they finish the game and yell it out. So now we're fucking stuck here doing this. And so he's like, well, it's your turn to roll. She goes, no, you rolled doubles. This says doubles gets you another roll. So he rolls again. He gets a five. His fangs are sharp. He likes your taste. Your party better move post-haste. And then a fucking lion appears on the piano. And just a goddamn... It's like what Grandma's boy is like, Holy shit, it's the goddamn king of the fucking jungle. (laughs) He did did roll a five, though. Yeah. So then... Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. My man Alan got out. You know, the, the lion's there kind of corners him as they're running trying to get away from it and it's like i'm a fucking lion i can i can catch two shitty ass kids and all of a sudden out of nowhere here comes robin williams dressed up in banana leaves with the turtle shell on his head with the turtle shell on his head and he just ha 
and traps it in a fucking bedroom and shuts the door. And like you a stone see knife in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. Trapped him in the bedroom. And you see the claws come through the door, and then it just gives them. I was like, oh, this bed looks pretty comfy. I'll lay down. That's cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, this is way better than where I came from. Yeah. There's all sorts of comfortable. Air conditioning? Holy shit. People Wait, that, you, can mi- you can microwave food? Yeah. People. I feel like you should have led him to the kitchen. That probably would have taken care of the monkey problem, too. Yeah, <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> like, you know, two birds, one stone, so to speak. Um, so then he's like, figures out, oh my God, who rolled a five or an eight? Who rolled a five or an eight? I did. Oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's so excited. No, he said, he, he said, anybody, in a really weird voice, but he said, anybody roll a five or an eight? And I like that because I think I'm going to start saying that whenever I get to places. It'll just show up and be like, Anybody roll a five or an eight? <laughs> what? I don't yeah, think very don't. many people would understand. No, that, right? probably, probably not. Sadly, probably not, not near enough. Yeah. But you know, go for it because at least you'll get. There a might be out one of it. woman there that'll be like, <laughs> "Jumanji," and then you guys will make a baby. Oh, I do like making babies. <laughs> How many babies have you made? Uh, currently zero. <laughs> it's just know. it's just the making part. The making it's is the fun. Making. Oh. The making is fun. First of all, that's sex. A, you how like many babies sex. have you made? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Nick Cannon. When did you get here? I hate you, Anthony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's running around looking for mom and dad, and they're like, "No, they're not here. This is our house now." You, your parents, your parents been dead. <laughs> No, they didn't say they're dead. They're just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but we live here, dude. Times have moved on. It's 1995 now. Oh, fuck. I don't think they told him that because he still didn't. Did he know? Did they tell him that now? I don't know. Because I, I don't, don't think he knew because he asked the police guy when he got outside. Yeah, so then he runs outside and we're, now Carl Bentley is a cop and he's just driving around looking for monkeys. <laughs> you know, like you do in a small town. And also yeah. now Alan leaps up and does the, the flat-footed leap up onto the hood of a cop car. He's like, ha! He's like, what? Okay, now Which, I got. Do you think uh, he did that unassisted? Yeah, no. Bentley acted a lot cooler about it than most cops will. If you just jump, jump on their car, on the yeah, their car. Oh. Yeah, that, that's not going to go well for anybody. Well, he was also a black cop, so I don't know if that kind of feeds into that. Maybe he's cooler for that reason. He's still a cop, though. Still a cop. All cops are villains. Correct. That's right. And uh, but he like calms. He's like, hey, come on, get down, get, step over get, here, get, get out of the road, come on. And he's like, what year is it? And he goes, well, it was brand new because he's oh, not right. acting about the yeah. car. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of funny. And then the kids run out, and like he's with us. He's you know, his brain ain't quite right. You know, is he right in the head? No, he's yeah. not right in the head. So he's like, I got Louis body dysmorphia. Uh, oh, too soon. So he's like. Getting all these calls about monkeys, and now I got a loser in a Tarzan outfit. Are they? Do they belong to you? Are they your monkeys? Are you like really running with this whole this whole concept of yours? And then this during this, the monkeys do you actually have a license for these monkeys. Yeah, you can't just you know do that owning wild animals in in town within city limits. That that ain't legal. Does this look like Texas Tiger to you? King. Yeah, and so uh, monkeys jump into the cop car. They fucking figure out how to fire off a shotgun and then take off in the car. <laughs> Fucking love the monkey. Yeah, which, man, I guarantee, if you've ever fired a, ve- uh, a firearm from the inside of a vehicle, that you would take, especially a 12-gauge fire, 12-gauge inside of a car, those monkeys would be like, cock sandwich that was loud. You know, they would have taken cock a second to, to freaking sl- get their re- hearing back after that. 
they probably would have at least gone, what the fuck, and ran away, right? Yeah, no, scared the shit out of me. You know? <laughs> I hate doing drive-bys. They fucking, I gotta put my earplugs in. <laughs> so I, always, I always have my earbud, my earpods in, so I can... When you're drive-by? Yeah. Are they do noise canceling? Yeah, I just put on the theme, the theme, the theme from uh, Sopranos and makes a good it's background. It's not Indiana Jones really? anymore. No, well, not for drive-bys. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm more of a sure. Hey, Mister Tally Man, Tally <laughs> Me Banana. Yeah, I got. I, I'm usually rolling with zombies, but you know. Nah. All right, so now Alan's running through the town, and it, this is very much. Uh, I even thought it was like this is uh it's a wonderful life, you know, when when he's going through town he's like, Oh my god, it's all it's all whores. <laughs> whores and bars as far as the eye can see. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> this is amazing. What is that? I know uh, that this voice. world is better without me. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wow. Well, just lasso the moon and pull it right down and shove it down your fucking throat, you greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he says in that movie. Like Sean Connery now, dude. Okay. Nope. Everything is Sean nope, Connery. No, he doesn't sound like Sean Connery. It sounded right. like it, man. Nope. All right. Because you don't know what Sean Connery sounds like. That's <laughs> what, do you You'll feel in control? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is very much the same thing. Like He's running through town just completely shocked and, and appalled at what the town has turned into. And it's funny because then they actually did throw a little like, wink wink nudge nudge to wonderful life at the end of the movie i was like ah fuck yeah called it um so he runs through and he sees his thinks he you know goes the 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 factory is all abandoned and dilapidated and run down and he gets in there and he's all sad and mourning and thinks he sees his dad upstairs in the office like oh fuck yeah dad and he runs up there but no just an old bum (laughs) (laughs) that's so unsettling it's just just an old bum. bum This bum, though, is played by Lloyd Berry. You can look up Lloyd Berry's IMDb and all of his acting credits. Uh, he's played very diverse roles from old man to homeless <laughs> man to bum. Wow, the range on this yeah. guy. <laughs> Amazing range on this actor. Um, he's like, what happened to the owner of this place? He's like, well, when his kid ran away, he... Uh, Spent everything he had, put all of his time and money and resources into trying to find him. And, well, you know, after a while, he just stopped coming into work and then just kind of let himself go. And, you know, everything just kind of fell apart for him. Are they still around? Oh, sure. They're over on Adam Street, which is a really, really fucked up way of saying they're in the cemetery. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, they're over on Adams, and so he runs over to Adam Street, and there's their gravestones. Like, dude, you could have said they're in fucking Parkville Cemetery or whatever. Yeah. Like, come a little on, sensitivity. man. That's, yeah. was a, that's fucked up. Yeah, this was the first. This actually was uh, led to the first viral bum fight video. The first kick in the <laughs> bum's ass video. <laughs> You ever got your ass beat with a turtle shell, bitch? Yeah. Tarzan versus Shoe Man. Yeah. And, uh, now that's a championship fight I want to watch. Here's my finishing move. I call it the Ripper. <laughs> it's just a big conveyor belt. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something, something like that. Yeah, they're not all gold. Stick and move, stick and move. So, they, <laughs> so the kids are there, and they're like, hey, man, we got we to gotta finish this game. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? 
Last time I touched that game, I was in a jungle for 26 years, and I come back and my parents are dead. No, I'm not doing anything with this fucking piece of shit game ever again. And uh, then they're walking along, and it's like, you know, monkeys are destroying the whole town, and there's a fucking lion, and they're giant mosquitoes, and cars are... Yeah, these mosquitoes, like, sting people, and they're, like, dropping dead. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they're massive mosquitoes. They're, they're, it's bad. It's not just a... They're draining them. Yeah. They're vampires. Exactly. And so this one lady was, you know, dealing with a mosquito and ended up, her car got hit. And so while the EMTs dealing with her, they like get into the car and, you know, he's like, oh, my dad used to let me back out of the driveway. I think I know how to drive. And of course, there's also a mosquito attacking the cars there. They may get back to the house. Anyway, it's this whole exciting set piece of a CGI mosquito attacking a car. Yeah. Stinger went right through the windshield. Yeah. Because he's always like, oh, it can't get through. We're safe inside. And then it gets through the hood. or the. Yeah, it's also a convertible, so it's just a cloth top. So it, first it goes that route, and then it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to go through the glass. And then he can't figure out how to deal with the car, so he hits the button that removes the convertible top. And so now they're exposed. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, no, mosquitoes. Yeah, couldn't figure out how to put it in gear. But he finally gets it into reverse, and so they he's finger blast an event. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, they got going. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, he gets gets back to the house. He's cleaning himself up. Still refuses to play the games. Like fuck you and that fucking game. I'll watch, but this is this is my house. Y'all can get the fuck out of here. And then he sees a bat. He's so happy about a bat. He's like, oh my god, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Running water and a toilet. <laughs> no more Holy banana leaves. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he does say no more banana leaves. And all we get is a shot of his feet and all these like long ass pieces of hair. Falling to the ground around his feet. I'm like, oh, he must be shaving his chest. <laughs> or anything on Robin Williams. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's actually just his right shoulder. Yeah, all this beard hair is hitting <laughs> the ground, and then it pans up, and he still has his beard, and you're like, what? That's, that's, just, that's just his uh, knuckle hair. Oh, yeah. That's, doesn't like a, sh- a finely shorn scrotum. <laughs> I suggest you try it. Um, <laughs> so, Look what I can do now. <laughs> freshly shorn. After giving a speech about how much uh, wild shit, you know, this whole thing, this shit I've seen in the jungle, you know, the things that fucking attack you in the night and you just got to, you can hear it out there and you just hope that it doesn't fucking come and get you and then you pray that you're going to be there in the morning and all this all right, 26 Calm years down. and uh, I'll watch you play the game, but I'm not fucking doing this again because fuck that jungle and fuck that game. And Judy rolls a six and nothing happens and they're like, what? Why not? Why isn't anything happening? It would be my turn. And he's like, oh, shit. Our two set pieces are still out there. That means you just joined the game that we started in 1969. Well, then you roll. It's not my turn either. Well, whose is it? And we cut to them walking up to Sarah's house. Sarah Whitwittle. Whitley. Whitley. Right? Whitley, I think. Whitley. And, uh, or Whittle, maybe as well. Whittle, it's Whittle. Whittle. And so they get up there, and she's running a, you know, bullshit psychic operation out of her house, and uh, they knock on the door. We don't have an appointment. Maybe you know Sarah Whittle, blah, 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 blah. And he's finally like, Sarah, it's me, Alan. And she passes out. (laughs) Which is funny, because, like, she just passes out. And the kid's like, you killed her. (laughs) 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 I mean. Does that mean her... If she died, does that mean her piece is out of play? Mm, that's a good question. You just take you're like now you're just doing uh, friggin' 
weekend at, at Bernie's with her for the rest oh, of the Oh, making day. her, <laughs> using her hand to roll the die. Maybe, or maybe the game's like, yep, that player's no longer in the game, and the, like, the piece moves itself back over into the little probably, probably storage compartment. I like my Bernie weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah. Falls over. <laughs> yeah, so now we get back to the shoe mansion. And she calls her therapist, and you know, remember that event that didn't happen? Well, I'm sitting with that boy who didn't disappear in his living room having lemonade. Please call me back. And then she hangs up, and I'm like, well, first off, you didn't... Like, your therapist is just supposed to know the number of the crazy shoe mansion? Like, I'm sure Nora set up a new fucking phone number. Like, give your therapist something to work with here. But I, just a 90s movie, we loved crazy people therapist jokes. She probably had caller ID. Yeah. That, that was a thing in the 90s. It was, uh, maybe. It still is. Maybe. But, uh, you know, it's just, oh, my God, she's so insane because she has a therapist. You know, it's her 90s outtake on uh, mental, mental, mental health. health. So that's fun. Um, and she also doesn't want to play because last time we played, I watched you disappear in front of my face. And then everybody has called me a crazy fucking bitch for 26 years. And he's like, I have been in a mythical jungle for decades, bitch. Let's not try to compare who had a worse time with this board game. And so... Uh, Technically not mythical. It's very real. Well, yeah, yeah, very but real. it's not like it just sent him to the Amazon or something. It's like Jumanji jungle. It's not a real yeah. jungle. It's Jumanji is actually Zulu for many effects. Yeah. It, it turns out it's in the center of the earth. Oh shit! Brendan Fraser oh, yeah, was there, we were, yeah, <laughs> and a he really shitty looking dinosaur. His older brother's <laughs> remains are there. Though. His older brother's remains are kind of buried under some rocks, and there are homeless fish. Yeah, it's about, all right. That about sums it up. About sums it up. Same same universe. And so, um, he 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 Most does the thing where she's holding the dice, and he's like, "All right, well, you don't have to play. Just hand the dice to me." And she goes to hand him, and he moves his hand really fast. So you know he fucking cheat, tricks her into rolling like a little asshole. And the <laughs> the rhyme is, "They grow much faster than bamboo. Take care, or they'll come after you." And all these vines start growing all over the house. The thing is, vines always come out of like the outlets, but that isn't not that vines just suddenly growing inside the walls is is possible, but coming from the inside of a fucking receptor. That, that's not how any of that works. That's not how electricity works. It's not just like fucking open back there. Well, no. Um, again, this is the 80s and the 90s. Electricity yeah. was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just Literally. Crazy. It wasn't domesticated Literally. Yet. Yeah. Feral. Feral, feral yeah. electricity. Yeah. And uh, That mansion probably had bulbs, too. Bulbs? Like their electrical system. Yeah, the old electrical what? systems. There was like it was. There was, they were bulbs. They uh, would just wrap wire around. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about about like exposed elect wiring instead of uh, instead of insulated wiring. They'd have the the yeah. little insulators and they'd run it along inside the walls. Uh, maybe. What do they call I, that? I, I would think that they'd update it. I mean, it's the it's the rich house on the hill. So any kind of new thing in the in the yeah, but the sucker's been sitting sitting yeah, it's been abandoned, sitting abandoned, for, abandoned since the yeah, late but sixties they had insulated wire at least, right? Yeah, I think so, probably. But I mean, who knows when that mansion was built? Yeah, yeah that mansion right. must have been built like in the twenties, maybe. Maybe in eighteen sixty nine. Maybe that shoe mansion's been there since those kids got down in the woods. 18. Oh yeah, And so, anyway, vines just growing all over. Vines taking over the house. He's like, "Oh fuck, I know these." Okay, look out for the purple ones because the purple ones shoot poisonous darts. So definitely stay away from the yellow ones. 
and like, what yellow ones? And then the little air vent on the floor opens up, and this giant fucking little shop of horrors thing comes out. Feed me, Seymour. Exactly. Yeah, except it looks like a straight butthole inside those inside oh, that yeah. pod. <laughs> and then just just grabbing kids and pulling them right in there. Oh, just yeah, like priests. shoving those kids in. The, <laughs> yeah, reverse priesting. Instead of going into the kid's hole, you're pulling the kid into yours, yeah. Right? Let the children come on to me. Okay. Now that's too far. Out of everything we've said on this show, Manny. (laughs) You're sick. That is Jesus' own words, sir. (laughs) Nothing fucked up ever said in the Bible. So, they, (laughs) they, they save Judy from the the man-eater plant and Hollow notes are like, oh, and uh, Carl's running along, finds his car been crashed into a tree. It still works, and he gets into it, and they're like, "Still, Carl, we need you to do this. We need you to do this. Like, you got, you're gonna have to send somebody else on that shit. All right, uh, I, I'm heading to the parish house to check on this suspicious character. And so, you know, I mean, we've got. We've got lions, we've got mosquitoes, we've got monkeys terrorizing this whole town. Or not the lion, the lion's still in the house. And, uh, well, the, the stampede hasn't happened. So now it's Alan's turn. And he's still trying to convince Sarah not to quit. You know, the whole 26 years has sucked. It's like, yeah, it sucked for me too, but the only way to undo all this is to fucking finish this game, so let's do it. He rolls. We don't get to see what his number is, but we get the poem is A Hunter from the Darkest Wild. Makes you feel just like a child. He's like, oh, crap, it's Van Pelt. And gunshots start ringing off, and he's running away. And uh, Van Pelt is dressed up like every stereotypical old safari-looking guy, but also played again by Jonathan Hyde, his dad. Hmm. Who's dad? Van Pelt is the same actor that played his dad at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, Mr. Parrish or whatever. Yeah, Dr. played Dr. Carl. Dr. Well, not Carl, but whatever. Sam Parrish. Yeah, that. it's the same. It's the same actor, and they did that because it was a thing to throw back to Peter Pan. Coincidentally, IMDb trivia will let you know that uh, Robin Williams is also in a Peter Pan based movie. But uh, <laughs> and sort of like they did in Wizard of Oz too, or like the the normal opening. A lot of those characters will resurface later in the crazy shit as another character. So it was a little like it was intentional that he did both of those. <laughs> I always thought that it was kind of also because it was his dad and his dad was kind of like a hard ass on him. Well, right. That was why they would use the same characters like it for the a little bit of a metaphor tucked into the other character, you know, same thing with Wizard of Oz. Just like a child. Yes. Well, and he now he has to by besting Van Pelt is standing up to his dad, essentially. Yeah. And all the hard nobody wants to do stand up to his dad or their own dads. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll kick Sam Parrish's ass. I'll throw him right into that ripper. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, Sam. And then <laughs> strutting out of there in a brand new pair of shoes. This is going to be like the plot of, uh, uh, what was it? That, God. Something about they make a pact to kill each other's mom. I think Danny DeVito was oh, in it. Oh, throw mama from the train. Is that it? Throw mama from the yeah. train. They're going to kill each other's mom. We're just going to all beat Evan, up each other's dads. Evan, you tried to me with a peanut. Evan. <laughs> creepy right. old lady. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, why do I have that impression? God, she was the lady from tricks. the Goonies, was, right? Yep. <laughs> she was one of the fr- Fratellis from the Goonies. Yeah. Yep. Throw Mama from the train. That might have to Fucking be a future hate. episode. I hate that movie. God, we're just all we're all gonna make a pact to beat up each other's dads. 
Now, <laughs> but I don't want my dad beat up. I'm too bad. You're in the. Pack. I'm withdrawing my dad from this. <laughs> yeah, guy, Nick's dad does not get to got, get beat he's up. He's got enough Poor going guy. on. Let's not beat him up. <laughs> yeah, we're not beating up. Craig. We're we're just going to hang out with him. All right, we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Here's some good stories. Oh yeah, he's got. He loves <laughs> telling us stories. He'll talk about cars forever, and we'll just be like, "Yep, this I is really exciting." I really don't want my dad beat up either. He's a pretty good dude. Yeah, your dad's a nice guy. My dad's going to kick all your asses, so I'm not worried. <laughs> Have you seen his chops? His chops alone could take you he out. Does, he does have some pretty glorious muttons going on. Well, now that seems like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you hit my dad, I'm going to take your dick and throw it in the river. Cue my cue. Oh, take it easy. Yeah, this is just... Well, I thought you just said he would kick first. my ass. Too personal. <laughs> she's got it. Man, he's focused. That means she's touching it. <laughs> you got to get your priorities right. <laughs> it's all about. It's all about outlook. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. So anyway, Van, Van Pelt is chasing around shooting, and Alan runs away outside, you know, like Madman with a gun. Carl tries to confront him. And of course, it's a guy with a fucking gun here. So he ducks for covers. Car's getting all shot up until Van Pelt runs out of bullets, and he, you know, he takes off also. And Carl's just like, what in the fuck is happening? This is a quiet, <laughs> sleepy little town where the worst thing I have to do is like, all right, you've had a few too many, Mr. Johnson. Let me drive you home. And that's like it. Now, Again. what in the shit is this? Yeah. He, just, he doesn't even go looking for the shooter. He's like, active shooter? I'm getting the fuck out of here. Jumps yeah. in his car and leaves. <laughs> just like the real police. Too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel, uh, come back and shoot him. Yeah. I'm going to let the kids oh. at the school take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> Their chairs, very high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now Alan and Sarah start, he made it back to the house they're arguing again and Judy's like well it's my turn so she goes ahead and rolls she's like I want to get this fucking thing over with I'm not waiting for you two to sort out your drama and so just we, fuck already yeah just do it just bang it out you'll both feel better <laughs> um, it don't out. be fooled it isn't thunder staying Uh-oh. put would be a blunder which conveniently is exactly what I say right before I Dutch oven somebody. I <laughs> <laughs> just think it's along the same line. That's so fucked. That's so fucked up. <laughs> that wasn't thunder. <laughs> Stand put would definitely be a blunder. <laughs> Wife's taking a shower and you're in there just exploding the toilet. Yeah. Here just, saying, <laughs> just just cheat clappers, just ripping them out. <laughs> So everything starts shaking crazy, and, you know, it's like, oh, my God, it's a stampede. And then rhinos come out first, just crashing through the bookcases, and then we got zebras and wildebeests and fucking goddamn elephants and everything. Elephants and some condors, and I don't know what all sorts of majestic animals come flying through the bookcase. And the pelican. At the end, it's a pelican. The pelican that ends up picking up the board game and flying off with it. Goddamn so, pelicans. So now Robin Williams running after. He's like, how the fuck are you going to catch a bird? He's like, obviously it's going towards water, so let's run towards the fucking water. Duh. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a, that's, that's a decent point. And as we run off, we think we had oh. contained the vine. Uh, the vine that can break through walls and ceilings and everything. He just, like, tied shut a fucking bay door and really thought that was going to keep it in. I this is the vine that goes through a house. How the fuck yeah. do you honestly think that shut the door is going to... me. Yeah. It's the gone. So we see like one little part of it start wiggling. Like we actually were supposed to believe that it was out of play. I don't know. It's not the reveal I think that Joe Johnston thought it was. But Van Pelt gets to a gun shop 
And he's like, uh, I need some ammo for this. They stopped making that in 1903. Oh, well, then I guess I need a replacement period, or a replacement weapon. Well, you've got to fill out all these forms. There's a waiting period. And he, Van Pelt just kind of smirks and throws down a whole bunch of John Wick coins. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dude's like, I can fill these out for you, Lilith. Close the door. <laughs> locks it. Yeah, locks she the locks door. it up. He's like, all right, now let's fucking talk. And he gets himself a super fucking high-powered yeah, sniper I don't even rifle. Know. It's some kind of freaking... It's got. It's silenced, and it's got... looks like it's got goddamn grenade launcher on it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, this weird. is... It's this... got that barrel... That barrel magazine? What's, what are those called? Oh, yeah, the big drum. Yeah, drum the magazine. Drum, yeah. drum magazine. And, uh, I mean, this is this is one step below the fifth element gun. Just about, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. And I like the yeah. gag that he did, too, right after he gave it to him. You're not a postal worker, are oh, you? Oh, yes. you got to make a postal <laughs> joke, a going postal yeah. joke. As Mike, I bet my comment was, remember when postal workers were the only mass shooters? Man, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> oh, life is simple. Simple times. Not at a post office. You're probably all right. <laughs> well, no, they would go from the post office to like the town square and stuff, didn't they? I don't know. I anyway, don't so. sometimes. So usually it was the local gas station. Yeah, I guess it was. It was a guy at, uh, actually at UT. Here was the first one in the '60s. We went up to the tower on campus and started. Oh, the UT people. tower. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when it was like King of the Hill has a gag on that. <sighs> I'm sure they do, but that was like, this sort of thing has never fucking happened before. How do we actually deal with this? And they finally got him, but then I was like, I guess we need to enact some sort of mass shooting training regimen. And, you know, still waiting on that. Yeah, because so, even during that thing, they, a lot of the guys, to get them down, they didn't, the, the police force didn't have rifles. They just had their, their service revolvers. So a lot of the guys, the police would go home and get their hunting rifles to try right, to get yeah. them back because they just weren't prepared for anything like that. And they finally got, yeah. Anyway, that was, that was there's a really good documentary about that. Yeah. That'll probably make I think this probably happened somewhere in the drywall. Pacific Northwest uh, single shooter in the town. <laughs> I was like, just, just talking about Rambo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <man. laughs> he just, yes. He just he went AWOL for Blew sure. Blew up a whole yeah. town, man. That's probably after the Give I'm a guy a sandwich. Give the guy a fucking sandwich. <laughs> just give him a fucking sandwich. There's a shooter up in the There's a shooter up in the bell tower. Get Jimmy John's on the phone. <laughs> did, anybody offer, did anybody offer him the sandwich? This guy the Italian The Italian special. That's right. Is he he needs some au <laughs> Some George. <laughs> Some George. <laughs> 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 All right. So <laughs> during all this, Peter takes his turn, and we see him. He's counting the spaces that are left. You know, they're like what sitting on the side of the road. Yeah. Here, and he's like counting all the space. He has to get twelve. <laughs> he's like, I have to get a twelve, and so he he rolls. But we get a law of Jumanji has been broken. You will be taken back even more than your token. This is bullshit. So he cheated. He tried to drop the dice in a specific way to get it to land on 12. And the so game was knows. Was Jumanji trying to regress evolution? Yes. That's why he turns into a monkey because he goes back farther than his token. Also, we don't see it, but his, his piece moves back to the starting point. He has to start, to the start yeah. all over. All over. Um, but he starts. Yeah, he turns into a, a monkey. And um, speaking of monkeys, they're still tearing up this fucking town. <laughs> Just the entire Being place. Awesome. Just just Fucking being monkeys, menace. and uh, <laughs> they're they're probably like, "Hey, I saw Rambo." Yeah, 
Because there was only, again, there was only one death in that first Rambo movie, and it was a guy that fell out of a helicopter. Rambo did not kill anybody on screen, at least, but blowing up an entire town, there were probably some casualties. Right. <laughs> but um, the cops are like, we it's need to call in the National Guard. Jesus Christ, we are not equipped to handle monkeys. And so... And these monkeys are smart. They're driving motorcycles Oh, yeah. Shit. They're, they're, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a constant well, Jumanji gag. monkeys. Yeah, they are Jumanji they're monkeys. Like they're Jumonkeys. That's not right. Jumonkeys? That's... That, you know what? I'm going to take that one sure back. That. that didn't come out right. Are sure we going to stay? Jumonzies. Jumonzies. Yes, Jumonkeys. Nope, that still doesn't sound right. Jumonkeys. Nope. I don't know. Nope. Nope, not quite there, guys. You need to workshop it. Off the air. Jumangatanes. Jumangatanes. I don't know. Getting worse. Getting worse. Still better than Jumonkeys or whatever the Hey, Jew monkeys, get out of here. <laughs> what about munchies? They're munchies. Munchies? munchies? This right. was a nice town until two monkeys showed up. Two <laughs> 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 right, So Carl has Alan arrested in the backseat of the cop car, and this is where he's like, hey, you're Carl Bentley. Yeah, they used to work at the, the shoe factory. They called you the soul man. He's like, oh, shit, they did call me the soul man. Carl, I'm sorry. Like, what, you piss in my cop car, man? And people always fucking piss in my car. No, because what he said, he says, yeah, until I got fired or whatever yeah. like that. And that's what he's like, I'm sorry. Till old man fuck? Parrish let me go. Yeah. What are you sorry for? <laughs> it's me. Promise you won't Alan. be mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he had that. He I had that. That creepy. That, I shit my face. Yeah, that's face. what I'm saying. Like, if he starts apologizing, like, did you just make a mess in the back of my cop car? Are you apologizing because you pissed yourself? That's literally what I. <laughs> if you fling that poo me, I swear I to swear God. To God. <laughs> I, are you some kind of Jurangatang? Jubebu? We've got to probably get off of that. Yeah, we just got to let that one die. Yeah, we're just going to let that one go. Oh, probably uh, won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm still stuck on the cholo thing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, he, he clues lets him in that uh, it was me that left the shoe on the thing, and I'm really sorry about that. And you know, he freaks out and wrecks his car. So now Sarah's like trying to get cash for bail, and the ATM's like, "Yeah, no, nothing is working in this whole town. I'm definitely not giving you cash. There's monkeys around." <laughs> Have you not seen these two monkeys? <laughs> so she's, she goes, maybe we can write a check. And that's when Van Pelt comes out of nowhere and steals the game. And then Peter steals it back. And then he's hiding in a car. And then the stampede rolls through and crushes the car. And while he's like, holy fuck, I almost got stomped on by a fucking Goddamn, elephant. Yeah, elephant fucking stepped on like that. Thing. Like him being in that car like that, that shit gave me claustrophobia. Like I was oh, like, I would yeah, be freaking out. And that having a car just like <laughs> crunched over you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I was in a rollover that I was kind of crunched in a car like that. And I was ready to get the fuck out of there right now. I was yeah. able to get out, but it wasn't cool. Yeah, so he survives, and while they're like, you know, Peter, you okay? Van Pelt gets the game back again. So a lot of, like, stealing back and forth, uh, cat and mouse here. And then you follow him. He gets to the Sir Save-A-Lot store, just a big big department <laughs> store. Yeah, big box store or something. And uh, he has the game set out, and Sarah's like, oh, there it is. I'm just going to go grab it. And all of a sudden, he grabs her, and he's holding her hostage so he can use her as bait to get Alan. And I'm like, this all seems really... In fact, you were just out there with all of them, so why grab the game and run away from them just to lure them in? You could have just grabbed her at any point during this. Like, this all seems really over the top and unnecessary. I think he was just trying different strategies. He's like, well, I couldn't make it work with the game, so now I've got you, Bertie. 
I mean, he's an imaginary, you know, 150-year-old hunter or whatever. It's probably logic. I mean, he's... Not a strong suit? Yeah. So, uh, Peter runs up and bites his leg. Because, you know, he's half animal now. And Sarah runs off with the game. Judy sh- <laughs> shoots him in the eye with a scanner. He's Price a, check. He's, animal now. he's like a monkey. He's a, oh, yeah. that's a... And that, was that a, a, was that a Simpsons gag? A Simpsons gag? The no sale when he like because during the oh yeah the beginning credits of of the Simpsons they right. scan Maggie and they scan Maggie no but sale. she has a price it doesn't say no sale there's a price and it was the estimated annual cost of raising a baby hmm. oh I thought it was I thought it was no, no sale no it, it Maggie has a has a price tag um but this one said she, no she. sale and uh, yeah price check it was like she can quip Keanu. <laughs> um, but so as they're talking Alan convinces Carl's like dude you just gotta let me go I gotta try to put an end to this and so he takes the handcuffs off and then he handcuffs Carl to the door and then there's something about where's my keys I need my keys so he lost them or threw them yeah, but he doesn't have the keys or couldn't get to the keys but then you know as he's walking off Alan's walking off the dispatch comes through he's like there's a hostage situation at Sir Save-A-Lot a woman and two kids he's like oh my god we gotta get to the store so then he starts driving but David Alan Greer's still handcuffed to the driver's door so he's kind of half in his lap and leaning across him and it's yeah, just like a hugging, super yeah. awkward fucking <sighs> unnecessary handcuff gag and he's even like don't worry I've done this once oh, oh. <laughs> I just occurred to me that I shouldn't call it a, a were monkey. I should call him a monk kid, right? Because he's a kid and a monkey. A monk kid. Monk kid. Nope. 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 Swing and a miss. No. <laughs> be were monkey. It's probably better than chumunkus. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking two monkeys in this motherfucking town. Everybody Good is. Man, coming sure. in clutch. All right, yeah, so now we're still kid. chasing each other around the store, and I get the game. Then you get the game. Then we get the game. All this stupid fucking bullshit. Meanwhile, Peter, Peter's thinking. He's got a, a bunch of, like, canola oil on the floor or soap or something, and then uh, sets up a canoe and some fucking pressurized oxygen tanks. Yeah, he built, did a whole freaking Home Alone built, thing. Built a Home Alone here. thing, and they even play the Home Alone theme during this. Did they really? Yeah, yeah put, pay some attention little to that. home loan jingle in here. So he knocks the tops off of the the tanks, and they like shoot this canoe across. And he, we, th- I thought that the fucking lube on the floor was for the canoe to to go faster, but no, that was to make Van Pelt like his feet slip, so he has to stand there doing the oh, I can't get sure footing gag as this fucking canoe flies and takes him out uh-huh. and shoots him through a wall. And so then he gets up and shoots off a tire display, and so all these tires come down, and everybody gets tangled up in all these damn tires, and he catches them, and uh, they're like, why, aren't you just, why don't you just fucking shoot us? And, well, because Alan's the one who rolled the dice, so he's the only one I, I'm after. Yeah. I'm not actually trying to kill you. Just, just him. So I really just need to destroy everything and make your life really inconvenient until I do that. <laughs> no hard feelings. Gold. Yeah, no hard feelings. Oh. It's just business. It's business. Um, consider it a professional courtesy. So, <laughs> and then, uh, damn John Wick. yeah, he's like, you know, I, I just need Alan. He should be here any minute. And then all of a sudden the cop car blues brothers, it's way into this fucking department store. <laughs> Knocks over a whole shelf. It's full the of only way paint. to describe that. Yeah. 
a whole shelf of paint onto pelt, right? Which kind of fucks me up a little bit because first of all, that would probably kill you because that's a lot of paint falling. And on that's you. He- that's heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and second of all, the paint was already mixed. Where do you go where they have pre-mixed paint? Nowhere. Like the hobby store is about it. Because in a hardware store, they mix that shit. You tell them what color you want, and they mix it for you. Yeah. It's so going to be white paint. They don't need to keep a whole fuckload of different Menards. shit on stuff. Yeah. Right. No, they, they always mix keep, it. They mix it for you. Damn. You just got to choose eggshell or gloss or what, what kind of finish you want, and then they'll finish. mix the color right. with it. So, yeah, they're not, you're not getting pre-mixed. And even at hobby stores, you're not getting fucking gallon-sized pre-mixed. You're getting, like, the little individual ones you can use to paint your figurines. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kid Allen probably did a lot of that with the stupid Woody Allen shit kid clothes. Shit, don't get your hobby paint oh, on that shit. shit kid clothes, nerd. Yeah. Oh, you got to get a new <laughs> pair of fucking corduroys. You got some paint on them, fucking nerd. <laughs> Jesus. Do you, do you guys have some <laughs> you, you want to work you out? paint your little figurines while I'm painting your mom's ass downstairs? Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you see these tubes out in front, Dude. just know I'm upstairs grinding. <laughs> what? <laughs> these tubes? I don't want to. Did you say these tubes? These two dogs. Oh, these two dogs out in front. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just know that I'm upstairs. Grinding. <laughs> And we think he means sex, but we go out there and no, he's actually making hoagies. Just, just making grinders. <laughs> just out there just grinding the burrs off some steel. <laughs> oh, or a skateboard. There you go. All right, so she's, Nora's driving home. She's like, I've been away from these kids all day, and frankly, it's been the best day I've had in over a year. And uh, she hears the crazy news. There's a report of all this stuff happening in Brantford. She's like, wait a minute. I'm in Brantford. Huh. This is weird. I don't see anything crazy. And she stops at a red light. And, of course, it's a great gag because she's at a red light. So the other direction is green. And here comes that stampede. Monkeys. Oh, the rhinos and the elephants and the zebras and the wildebeests and the hyenas. And then that old wheezing rhino that's always tagging behind. <laughs> One old guy with a long beard and a yeah, robe. He's like, get back on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she's like, well, okay, that was kind of weird. Um, yep. Alan trying to talk to little Peter, you know, is like, oh, she's all upset. And he goes, come on, man, you got to suck it up. Whatever happens to you, you got to try to face it and deal with it like a man. Oh, jeez, 26 years in the jungle and I still can't get away from my father. Oh, jeez, oh. Oh, <laughs> um, so he's like, oh, I'm sorry, just give me a hug, kid. Oh, 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 oh. And... The, the, the little boy's like, that's not, that's not what I'm fucking crying about. And he he's whispers. Like, no, come here. Let me tell you. And he whispers. And he's like, oh, that. And like tears his pants open. So he just needed to make room for his tail. Needed a tail hole. Just needed a tail hole. Needed his tail, his, it hurts. Yeah, well, I'm I just crying because I got a tail. little situation. Yeah. Well, I guess he was an ape until this point. Yes. Now he's officially a monkey. Yeah. Now he's officially a monkey. So now uh, the house is totally overtaken by the vines, just just all vines. And uh, Carl like comes across Nora. And it's like, you know, I need a ride. My I live at the old parish house. Like, oh my god, I was heading that way anyway. Hop in and we'll get there. And then all of a sudden, a vine comes out of the woods and takes his car and folds it in half and like sucks it into the woods. He's like, well, they finally did it. Finally killed my fucking car. You finally killed my fucking car. And then three nihilists come out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I'm yeah. glad I didn't. And uh, so now it's Sarah's turn again. 
because, you know, Peter cheated. And she roll if she gets a 12, she wins, but instead she rolls a three. God damn it, Sarah. Get better Sarah, at Jesus. Every month at quarter moon, there'll be a monsoon in your lagoon. <laughs> like, Get better at Jumanji, rhyming, Jumanji. Jumanji, you are fucking this up. And so all of a sudden there's <laughs> one a gi- job. giant storm in the house. Like, we gotta get to high ground. Ho, ho, ho. And so <laughs> they try to run up the stairs, but this giant tidal wave comes down and knocks them back down to the first floor, which is completely flooded now. And we got crocodiles. And so there's there's one on either. They're like hanging from a chandelier, which would not work. Like, yeah, those have to be supported really well, but uh, four people on a chandelier, no, that's not, that's not going to hold. Uh, it's... I don't know. They, they, make, they, they don't make are, them like they used to. You know, chandeliers themselves are heavy as fuck. Right. But, so they got to be <laughs> extra anchored. Oh, it checks out. Uh, Super no. good. Super Chandelier. good. So it is a pretty exciting set. Is there? They're on that. You know, he's wrestling this fucking alligator like he's Joe Dirt. Three things to remember. <laughs> One, I'm the boss. That's right. <laughs> Number two, I'm the boss. I don't remember the Joe Dirt <laughs> yeah, speech, but. Um, so as he's wrestling this fucking gator, the, I keep calling it a gator, it, we do find a crocodile, but Carl opens the front door, all the water goes rushing out, him, Nora, and the crocodiles go just flying out into the street, and she goes up to kiss Alan, she's like, hold him, you know, you wrestled an alligator for me, and he stops her before she can kiss him, he's like, oh, actually it was a crocodile, uh, 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 alligators don't have the little web thing on their feet, was like, they don't have the fringe, they don't have some fringe on their feet. Dude, you're about to fucking make out with Bonnie Hunt, and you're going to stop and correct the crocodile alligator situation? Yes. Oh, like, get it. You've been, you, you've been stuck by yourself in the woods for 26 years. I'm sure you would love anything other than your right hand. Like, a woman well, is about to kiss you. Make out for a bit and then go, oh, actually, it was a crocodile because as it... Flew out the door. It said, "After a while." <laughs> no, no, that's, no. And that's how you can tell. Oh, oh. oh my god! God yes. damn it! No. That's that checks out. No. Yeah. So they get up into the attic. You know, high ground. Alan rolls a seven. Beware the ground on which you stand. The floor is quicker than the sand. And just that spot, just the one spot where Alan is. Turns into very liquid-looking animated quicksand. Like it's, eh, I mean, it was the '90s and all, but pretty rough looking. And uh, I like they keep trying to find things to get him out of the quicksand, and they keep popping apart. Yeah. Like, quit handing me things that come apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And so Bonnie, uh, Sarah is trying to hold him, and her hands get sucked into the floor and he's got his hands out kind of holding her but then uh judy goes to roll so then the floor hardens and he's just like stuck in hardwood floor it's like most of his face and his hands sticking out but bonnie's hands are in the floor and so uh you don't know what they're doing judy rolls her turn and uh there's a lesson you will learn sometimes you must go back a turn (laughs) <laughs> this is when the, fl- like, the floor solidifies. What is with- but then, uh, so I was like, does that mean There's it goes back? a lesson back- you will learn. <laughs> now when you pee, it will burn. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> lesson being, wrap it up, kids. 
Um, so this is when the floor solidifies. But so does does that mean it go back a turn? Does that mean it needs to go back to Alan? Is it his? But it's not because they just keep going with the play normally. So who went back a turn? God, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking. I feel sense. like it lose. I feel like it's supposed to mean lose a turn, but yeah, but maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Now it's Pete's turn. He rolls a four. Says, "Need a hand? While you just wait, we'll help you out. We have eight. And here come <laughs> nope. giant nope. spiders. spiders. Giant spiders. What is it? Need a hand? While we will wait. Is that what it said? Need a hand? While you, while you just wait. While you just wait, we'll help here, you out. We will help you out. Let's masturbate. Yep. This would be a lot funner game if I was made and make. Yeah. <laughs> and these spiders that look like they're made out of fucking plastic. Plastic, but the the the, the the weird rubber tubes that you use to tie off your arm when you need to shoot up. I don't care. Uh, I still don't like oh, yeah. it. Those yeah, are just called weird rubber tubes. R- yeah. Rubber tubes? <laughs> weird rubber tubes. Yeah, or did anybody ever have those old caterpillar fucking, or ants, the little plastic toys where you could take the legs in and out and the eyes and kind of a potato head, oh, but it was nope. bugs? Yeah, those are, those are called cooties. No. Cooties, yes. Yeah. They kind of look like those because these are the most fake, shitty-looking spiders ever. And so, you know, they're... They're attacking, and, and Robin Williams is like, my dad used to keep an axe out by the woodshed. Go, go, go. And Peter runs off to get that, and Judy has a music stand that she's swinging at spiders. There's a lot of spiders, and one shitty little kid swinging a music stand around isn't going to fucking do much against, like, human-sized spiders. Oh, freaking fangs are dripping venom, just yeah. dying to get into Robin uh, Williams' face. Yeah. I oh my God. Yeah. I don't like spiders. His face no. never looked better. <laughs> the half of his face that's hanging out of the floor. So he gets to the shed and it's locked. He's like, oh, fuck, I need to get rid of this lock. Oh, look, here's an axe next to it. And he chops at the door a few times before he spikes the camera. And like, are we fucking serious with this? Breaks that fourth wall. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the axe. Get it? <laughs> and then runs back up. So it's like, what? why? Why? Because he's a fucking monkey. A monkeys can break the fourth wall? Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that. It's, it's incredibly dumb. And they also put that in the trivia. Peter no, is a monkey didn't. breaks the fourth wall when he's trying to get into the woodshed. <laughs> is that really in the trivia? Yeah. Damn kids walking off in my woodshed. <laughs> kids walking off in my woodshed. Uh, so Nora gets home and is understandably freaked out. Like, all right, shit is hot. Last time I thought I got home, I got swept away in a tidal wave. Um, now the whole house is covered in fucking vines, and there's the sound of axing going on upstairs, and I don't know whatever the fuck is happening. Some dude's balls are hanging from my ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Um, fucking hash brown hanging out of the top of the ceiling. Fucking hash brown hanging through the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that did happen in Montana. Wow. That was funny. Fucking three o'clock in the morning, he <laughs> fell through this. We are this apart, second story apartment, and he fell through the floor. And the lady in the first floor apartment came walking in, and turned on her kitchen light, and just saw these legs hanging. And she goes, Wow. And hash brown upstairs <laughs> hanging in the floor like it's the money pit goes, Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And I had to pull him back up through the floor and... Uh, Best story ever. Everybody passed out the next day. <laughs> After the, kicking him in the fucking face, too. Well, I accidentally kicked him in the face. It was dark. <laughs> but then I had to fucking grab a full-grown man and pull him up out of a floor. I mean, that was that was not easy to do. <laughs> what, is this a weak floor? 
the guy, oh, the guy no. who we were staying with was like doing something in the kitchen, and so he had a part of the floor oh, torn up because he, he was working on it. something. So he fell and through the ceiling of the first floor. So then the guy that we were staying with had to fucking fix the sheetrock ceiling on the first floor apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I offered to help. Hash Brown did not, so kind of fucked up, Hash. <laughs> So anyway, she's freaked out because Robin Williams is hanging from the ceiling and, and Peter's running around looking like a monkey with an axe and all well, just shit. And uh, Judy gets hit by a poisonous plant that, oh yeah, remember that? We brought that up. Getting, yeah. we, I don't think we brought it up the show, but yes, part of that plant will also shoot poison darts, apparently. Yeah, I mentioned the purple ones are poisonous and yeah. stay away from the yellow because they're from Little Shop of Horse. And so she gets shot and is dying and it's Sarah's turn. So they set the game next to her and put the dice in her mouth, you know, since she... Her hands are buried, and uh, she's and meet Peter's chopping at spiders. Which again, we went from one kid with a music stand to one kid with an axe. And while an axe, if you make contact, would hurt a spider, there's still a fuckload of spiders, and you're one kid with an axe. I, I just don't see it working. Um, so yeah, she spit rolls, and it's you're almost there with much at stake. But now the ground begins to quake. Suddenly, the spiders all run and hide, and the house breaks in fucking half. At least Alan falls out of the floor, catches himself a vine. He Tarzanes around on this vine for a while. The lion is out and almost gets him. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's just hanging out on it's the... It's goddamn chaos. Well, he yeah. goes and he, he, goes and he Yeah, it's straight chaos. This whole scene is nothing but yeah. what the fuck. Because he, like, swings this way, and there's a lion swatter. And he's like, oh, God. Or he swings this way, and there's Van Pelt. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then, you know, house is falling <laughs> apart. He's like, Jesus... <laughs> Oh, my God. All I wanted to do was take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I do love how entertaining the entire scene is. It is very entertaining, yeah. And, you know, you just get that 90s movie music. Like little orchestra swells and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's just fun. And so he's trying to roll and Van Pelt's shooting at him. And so he stands up and Pelt's like, drop it. Poor choice of words. Oh. So... He drops it and it counts as a roll. One of them. What's in your hand? Drop it now. And yeah, yeah, it's the dice. So one lands and the other one falls in through the crack uh, in the house and down into the basement and rolls dramatically for at least 30, 40 fucking minutes. This fucking dice just keeps bouncing around. And like that was a a moment. Yeah, so this is him standing up to his dad. Into the crevasse. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and Pelt's even like, aren't you afraid? I'm terrified. Which is, you know, his dad's advice. You got to stand up against something that scares Facing you. Facing your fears. So yeah. he's using his dad's advice to essentially stand up to his dad. And isn't it great? This is just such a deep movie. And finally, this <laughs> die, it's three weeks later, and this motherfucking die stopped bouncing down around in the basement. And it lands on a two, which finally moves Robin Williams' piece into the center of the board. And so Pelt's like, any final words? Oh, yeah. Huh. Jumanji. <laughs> oh, Jumanji. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. And so Van Pelt fires and Sarah's like, oh my God, no! And she runs in front of the bullet, but it stops midair and just kind of goes into the sand look at things, you know, in and out of the game, you have a sand look and uh, yeah. everything comes flying back into the game. Just all the shit, all these giant animals and the elephants and rhinoceros and, and rhinoctopuses. Right, yeah, rhinoctopuses. But it's so a whole a whole ass elephant can go into this green hole no problem. But Van Pelt's face gets stuck. It's like too big to fit. I, I mean, guess his face out. is bigger than an elephant's ass. Is what we're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. So he finally gets sucked in, and the game closes up, and everything's back to normal, right? 
Alan and Sarah are kids again. They're back in the, the sitting room of the shoe <laughs> this mansion. This is the worst hole I've ever been sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> One out of five stars probably still would visit again. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, his face is all beat up. He's like, oh, good. My face hurts again. And your nose is weird again. All right. <laughs> and all of a sudden his dad walks in. I forgot my speech nose. And he runs up and hugs him. And he's like, well, I thought you said you were never going to talk to me again. Whatever I said, dad, I'm sorry. We're having a real moment he here. Said, oh, it's been five minutes. But can we talk about yeah. these clothes? I've only been, I've like, only I missed been, you so much or whatever. Dad, how come you get a three-piece suit and I'm wearing some fucking corduroy, you piece of shit? Why don't you pony up? <laughs> And uh, he's like, hey, Dad. Oh, I, I think these are very respectable clothing for oh, a young Jesus Christ. Man, you get another impression. <laughs> that's, that's my Jonathan impression. You d- that's you your Jonathan it. Hyde impression. It is good. You're doing it great, is. bud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was spot on. <laughs> it was spotty. So he, <laughs> they're making up, you know, and he's like, hey, Dad, uh, it was actually me who put that weird shoe on the ripper, not, not Carl. Thanks for telling me, son. Well, now you're now you're son. fucking fired. <laughs> As my son, no step into my office. You. Get out! Because you're, you're fucking fired. <laughs> I'm giving Carl your room, you piece of shit. Corduroy <laughs> um, pants. Yeah, make dress Carl up and fucking button up short sleeve shirts. I think he wants your room pants. anyway. Every time I'm away for a while, his car's in the driveway. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> He does talk a lot about grinding. Um, so then he worries for Sarah. Like, oh my God, Judy and Peter. And he wants to run after him. And Sarah's like, hey, it's 1969. Nice. They don't even exist yet, you fucking idiot. Oh. Oh, you're right. Oh, ha, you're right. Oh, ha. So, All right, Hall. Doc, calm down. So they tie a bunch of rocks to the game and chuck it in a fucking river. I think all of your impersonations of him is just making me realize that like Johnny Bravo is just a slightly different version of Robert Williams. <laughs> of, <laughs> I'm Johnny Bravo. Oh, you listen here, buddy. Oh my god, that's a new impression. Johnny yeah, Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Uh, Manny threw. Oh, Manny's got three now. Look, <laughs> he's throwing. They do come in threes, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, they throw it in the river and then they start making out, just like you do every time you throw a curse no, in the river. She said, "She's like, I'm, I'm starting to forget what it's like to be an adult." Oh right. Well, before we forget, let's get to tonguing. Let's get. You come here, hot mama. <laughs> Stick this sweet thing <laughs> okay. in your mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Ever no, had your butt no, ate by a muddy riverbank? <laughs> Out of muddy riverbank. <laughs> Just right here by the, just right here by the river, Paul Romantic. You ever been tongue punched by the river? <laughs> Sounds like a really bad Ford commercial. Yeah. You ever been tongue punched by the river? Hold <laughs> down by the river. Meanwhile, Chris Farley steps out of his van. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell your mouth a little secret. Her and I got it on. <laughs> Dave Coulier walks out from the bushes. Cut it no. out. All right. That's a, that was too far. Oh my, yeah. Oh my so we cut back to modern day again. We're at a Christmas party. Sarah is very much pregnant. Alan now runs the shoe business. He's on the phone with his dad. He's like, no, we're keeping the new line of shoes as it is. I'm in charge now. We'll see. You know, we're picking you up at the airport tomorrow and all that. So, like, dad is retired, but still wants to run shit. 
Martha and Jim Shepard show up with their kids, Judy and Peter. And, of course, they look exactly the same. There they are. So, you know, it's like, when can you start? Well, you know, we're thinking uh, we're going to go to Canada for a skiing trip. No! What? <laughs> oh, we just we just really need you to start right away. Oh. We need you to Well, you know what? Then you don't need me that bad because I need a vacation. Yeah, so motherfucker. You. <laughs> uh, so he's like, well, I guess I can start earlier then. And so he'd hired him to do marketing with the factory and um, all that just to get closer to him. So... Uh, and then Which they, I'm assuming these kids have no idea who they fucking are, no, or do they kids know? Would, like kids they would have no idea at all. So this well, is a time remember, conundrum. So I'm assuming the kids remember. Of course, it's well, a time right. conundrum. No, because the whole, the whole the whole thing isn't right. But this is because if they if they go, went back to normal and hid the box or you know threw it in the river in '69, then it would have never been around in right. It wouldn't have been for in them the, to find in the attic in for the attic. In, in the attic for uh, Peter to find in 1995. So the kids have yeah. no idea what's going on. This this adventure never happened to but the kids. But if it never happened to the kids, then he would still be in the jungle. What? Is this a fucking conundrum. Fucking time travel Again, is always, always. Time travel is always fucked up in the movies. Always. Um, but, you know, they start playing Harky Herald Angels Sing because it's the shout out to the ending of It's a Wonderful Life. And uh, we cut to these two girls walking along a beach somewhere. Wait, you missed, you missed an important part that makes this a Christmas movie. That it's at Christmas? I said it was a Christmas yeah. party. Oh, you did. It's not a Christmas movie because at the end there's a Christmas party. Yeah, that's the rules. So, no. <laughs> there no. is one Christmas carol in it. Someone's dressed as Santa. Well, technically, if this Christmas is a Christmas tree. movie, that means that the sequel is also a Christmas movie. It is, yes. Yeah. No. no, it's not. Yes, it is. And we'll no. talk about that in the next movie because it's uh, yes. coming up. That's yeah. Next week. Well, we'll so, about, anyway... Can we finish this one? No. That's what Manny no. just said. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, so the ending is these two girls walking on a beach, and you hear the drums, and you see a corner of the game sticking up out of the beach. and then You hear these credits. drums, but it wasn't drums at all. It was them at, that ass clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Damn. Damn, girl. <laughs> that was me. You're looking fine. Mm. Uh, end credits. So that's the end. Let's go, let's go around the, the proverbial horn here. Uh, Manny, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, you said it earlier, man. This is a classic from our childhood, um, from our generation anyway. I've seen this so many times. I, ca- I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it. I enjoyed it thoroughly rewatching this. I'm going to rewatch this until I can't rewatch anymore. So absolutely rewatch. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going down rewatching this. That's right. <laughs> the ship's going down, Captain. Put on Jumanji. I'm putting it on. I keep a copy on hand at all times, just in case. <laughs> in case you of emergency, break glass. It's just a copy of Jumanji behind yeah. the glass. <laughs> in case of Stop. emergency, you have pre- unwrap you plastic. Yeah. Oh, baby, I always carry that thing on me. <laughs> all right, Elise. Um, I'm not gonna really wax nostalgia. It's it's a hundred percent rewatchable for me. Okay. Straight to the point. There we go. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think I was. I mean, I'm. I'm a little older than uh, than you two. Everybody. And, and and a lot older than Manny. 
So I think technically I'm one generation ahead, but I was like the very, very end of it. You, I think you guys are Barely. millennials and I'm just, We're I'm like, like elder a, millennials. Right. And I'm like elders. an infantile Xer. But uh, I, I, I do remember when this movie came out and I enjoyed it. And honestly, when I got done watching it, Mel and I watched it yesterday and I was like, I got done. I'm like, man, that's a pretty good movie. I enjoyed that. So yeah, I think it's a rewatch. It's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, I remember it being a lot more intense, but I guess when you're a kid, things seem more intense because I was like, wow. A little more stressed. Stakes are pretty fucking low. I, I just, I did, like, there was very, it wasn't as much. Watching as a kid, it was like almost every other scene was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. Well, I think even, even Siskel uh, criticized the movie because they said it's a family movie, but it was too scary for a lot of kids to yeah. watch. And Robin, and Robin Williams wouldn't let his, his wouldn't kids, let his watch, kids it. watch it. Because it was, it was like, really? that seems a bit much. So, but it, was a diff- children, it was a different time. That was when children didn't grow up seeing their classmates murdered in the classroom. Yes. So, so uh, imaginary rhinoceros was probably a lot scarier. <laughs> Giant spiders, terrifying. Yeah, giant spiders. We got to get spiders in. What is that big white thing with a horn on its face? <laughs> Get out of the bedroom! <laughs> That's just called the TriStar logo Pegasus. I'll shut up. The movie's about to start. All right. Um, I mean, I think, yes, it's rewatchable, but I think that uh, I loved this as a kid, and I have not really seen it in a long time, so rewatching it now as a 41-year-old man, I was like, Wow. It's a good thing that I have very fond memories of this as a kid. And maybe when Rosemary gets old enough, we'll watch it together and it'll be fun all over again. But uh, I think situational rewatch. Like, I'm not just going to be like, hey, let's do Jumanji. Yay. I, I don't know. It just didn't didn't hit as hard this time, I don't think. Just hit different. Yeah. <laughs> I am obviously still a child. Well, yes. She no, I'd watch, I would actually turn this on, I think, you know. Yeah. It's fine. I, I mean, I'm not trying to say it sucks. I just I don't think it holds as much interest and weight as it does when I was a kid. So maybe again, when I, when, when my daughter gets old enough, and I think watching things through their eyes would make it more exciting for you, right? So it'll be a right. lot more fun when mm-hmm. she first watches it. So I'm not saying never again, but I, if I'm scrolling through, I'd probably pick something else before this. But you know, if we're hanging out like my niece or nephews, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna watch Jumanji," you're like, "Fuck yeah, I'll be down for some Jumanji." And like even my own kids, like they've seen they've seen all the Jumanji movies. And when I told them like, "Hey, we're gonna have a little Jumanji fest today, or yesterday, and, and we're gonna watch Jumanji," and then the first j- sequel, both my kids are like, "All right, well, let me know when you put the sequel on." Like they'd seen this before, and they weren't really that excited about rewatching this, but they wanted to rewatch the next one. So seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Well, well yeah, I mean, I can see it resonating more with them because right. it's yeah. more yeah. modern, it's the more their generation. It makes sense. So yeah, but. It's all a movie right. of our generation. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So it is It is all around rewatchable. There we go, kids. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email TheRewatchParty at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts on uh, tube spiders. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> monkeys. Jew monkeys. Or Jew monkeys. Jew monkeys, <laughs> get out of here. Jew monkeys. <laughs> uh, Bentley, is a first name good or bad? You weigh in. Let us know what you think. Is that a last name? I think it's a good last name. It's an awesome last name. I don't give a shit about the last name. That's not up for debate. But as a first name, 
Well, good or bad, you told us. I don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, wherein we rate and review the likability and fightability of fictional characters from these movies. We put up polls on our Twitter and Facebook pages where you, the listener, decide who makes it into the tournament in the first place. And then we have separate polls where you, the listener, decide how those battles play out. So make sure you find us on the social pages because your votes do count. Don't forget about our new sweet-ass Rewatch Party merch line. We got merch. We got merch. You can now send us money for stuff. Merchandise. That that money will go right back to feed the themed drinks. I don't want you thinking that I'm going to be spending all this merch money on a new car or something like Nick's just fucking... (laughs) Stealing all my T-shirt money, living or that big shit. merch life. Yeah, now nah, this is all this is all funding uh, movie-themed alcohol, and uh, well, obviously it's, it's, it's got to go back into buying more merch. So we got to have a percentage right. of it for yeah. that. So well, yeah. then, and also for later in life when we all need dialysis. Yes, maybe. Oh, <laughs> my, mm, you know, I thank you for I'm enabling our alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes to a good cause. Is what I'm saying. So, and how uh, much does the stuff yeah. cost? I don't know. Depends on what you want. And who you are. If you're an (laughs) asshole, it's probably going to be a little more. That's right. It's it's called the economy. Maybe you've heard of it. (laughs) Welcome to the gig economy. Supply and demand. Uh, Join us next week as we take a modern spin on this and we get sucked into a video game. And Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony, Manny, and Elise. And thanks for rewatching. I'm wearing nipple covers. I found something. You gotta check this out. He plays board games anymore. Yo, what's this? Jumanji. Pick a character and you're that person in the game. Bethany, you in? Then I'll spend my life staring at a TV screen. (sighs) Fine. Oh my god! Where's my hair? Where's the rest of me? Oh my god, we're in different people's bodies! Bethany, don't look at it! No! I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Wait a second, where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji. This is a video game, which means we each have three lives. Come on, let's go. I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. Weakness, none. I hate this game. Everybody else got good stuff. Weakness? Cake. Yes, cake is my weakness. You're a real good weapons valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapons and give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. Ow! Ow! What the hell? We have to work together. Oh! I think it's a staring contest. Who's good at staring and not blinking? I'm amazing at it. 
like can't even with this place?